The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Isn't it rich? Oh boy. Don't you approve? One who keeps tearing around. Yeah. And one who can move. This is not a special episode. So send in the clown. Oh. <laughs> this, oh this October, the clown. <laughs> Okay. The one clown, the clown that we're all so wild about, and America wants to know where is this guy from? Who is this clown <laughs> prince of crime? Who is this clown prince of crime from? This guy with his wild clown face and his pinship for mission. <laughs> He's got a bag full of tricks. Everybody wants to play this clown once. <laughs> Everybody gets one turn on on the clown. <laughs> There's, they realized, okay, we let Jack be the clown of the Joker for a little bit, uh-huh. and then we passed it on, and he did it so good, and mm. then they were like looking at the list of all the actors that are, they're like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to pick this up if we're going to get through everybody. <laughs> I will say, Joaquin Phoenix wrote the best essay about why he should be the next clown, and so he yes. got to do it. He did a 3,000-word essay, and it was perfect, no more, no less. Was right at three thousand words, uh, and he even drew some illustrations, and that really helps. You know, this it kind of put him over the top. This, my brother, my brother, me. This is Joker Watch. Yeah. Hey, my, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Joker Watch for my brother, my brother. Just Joker Watch. But the thing, the thing, the thing that I want to say about new Joker trailer is uh-huh. how not one good joke in it. No, it <laughs> not does really funny. It doesn't no. seem funny. It's a not weird a belly laugh. It's, it's about a clown. Who usually does japes? It's funny, but I see this clown man. He just seems angry. He seems hurtful, and there's a scene in the uh, subway where a bunch of clowns are hurting a guy, and it's that like doesn't I w- seem right. Is that what is this that jackass humor? Because I thought oh. we were I thought we were done with that. I want to suggest that at this point, it would actually be more subversive and interesting if. A clown was funny. Yeah, <laughs> like if a clown did jokes and was funny, that would actually be more original an idea than the, uh, the spooky clown. <laughs> okay, here's my pitch for an origin movie for the Joker. It's gonna be a it's gonna be like an hour and forty five minutes long, right? One hundred and five minutes, and for uh, let's say a hundred and three minutes. He is just a hilarious, effective clown. Right. And in the last two minutes, he just like sits down for a second and goes, you know what? I think I'm going to start doing crime. Roll credits. <laughs> That's pretty good. We could just take we, or reverse that shit. End of The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker. We like CGI it or whatever so that at the very end, the climax, the two boats don't explode or whatever. And he's like, I'm just a dog chasing a car. And then Batman like helps him up from where he fell down. And then he sits down, but he sits down on a pie. Yes. 
And everyone and Batman just laughs and it makes the Joker feel good. Everyone just cracks the hell up because <laughs> he sat on a pile like a clown would do. And he's like, wait, this is more fun. But then he will have a hard time booking gigs at first. Because he'll come in and say, hey, I would like to, you know, maybe do some slapstick jokes at your office Christmas party. And they're going to say, uh, no, you no, killed a bunch of people. You blowed it up. Uh, you blew up the last party that you went to. So I don't think so. But then he'll also have a hard time adjusting because he'll be doing his set, sitting on pie, sitting on another pie. And then yeah. he will cut someone's face. He'll be like, shit, that's right. That's not part of the act anymore. <laughs> I'm so Can sorry. someone have a pie? Please confirm to me that Jared Leto does not know about this movie still. Because we all <laughs> promised we would not tell him. And I haven't personally told him that at all. No, I- But I, I want to make sure everybody he else- He called is, me yesterday sir. and he said, okay. there's people talking about like a joke. And I said, no way. No, you don't have to. And then they dropped the trailer. And I was like, I thought we talked about this. I thought we all agreed we weren't going to publicize this movie at guys, all. Guys, he got a fucking tattoo on his face that says damaged. Yeah. Well, he and he yeah. can't not, ha he can't undo that. He could probably change it to like damaged. Yeah, if he gets he really into jam. making jam, sure. Mm -hmm. Which film by director Todd Phillips, uh -huh. the director of Joker, has you more confident about Joker? The Hangover Part 3 or mm. Starsky and Hutch? Between Ooh. the two, which one would you say makes you feel better about um, both Joker? Both is a good answer. Which makes me think that maybe this is one of those cases where the trailer does not do the movie justice, and they just seem to have just picked the least funny parts of the whole movie. Right. And maybe there's like a funny bit where like, there's a part where the Joker is like looking at, uh, maybe the Joker is looking at a bad guy that he's trying to arrest, and he's just saying like, do it, do it, do it. And he's doing like a really funny kind of Ben Stiller thing, or maybe <laughs> there's a part with a monkey. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and they just, yes. they were like, we can't put that in the trailer out of context, it won't make any sense. He's we'll at the old man's sort of funeral, yes. and they're playing Dust in the Wind, and yes. it's like, that's my boy Blue. I yes. love that. And maybe he's accidentally um, taken some cocaine that he thought was sugar. Oh, okay, in the pitch. I have a pitch. I have a pitch for this film that it starts out that he's not funny and then he decides he's going to be the Joker. So he watches every Todd Phillips movie back to yes. back. Right. There's like a montage where he's hitting old school, Starsky and Hutch, Road Trip, Hangover, Hangover 2, Hangover 3, Due Date. He's hitting them all. And then he's like, now I'm funny. Because I know all of these jokes. Those are all Todd Phillips movies? Yes. Okay. All Todd Phillips movies. I am now, honestly, uh, just going to step out of the bit here for a second to say, I, Travis McRoy, real person, am confused as to why he's directing <laughs> the Joker movie. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of got at that emotion through humor, but you've gone at it in a different direction with sort of a literal declaration. Much like of the your... Joker movie, I uh, don't do humor anymore. <laughs> You're about as funny as the Joker. <laughs> Does Batman even appear in this movie? I huh? don't even think Batman's in it. He's not in the credits so far as Batman. He's not listed as Batman. I would love, though, if... I mean, we're making it up, right? Why can't he kill Batman in this one? Yeah. Can he have one where he just kill? <laughs> you watch out, because I'm the nut. Bang. Dead. Joker killed him. Joker killed Batman in this one. Yeah. Do y'all think Jared Leto is still going to cut up? And send some pranks to the to the set of this Joker movie. He's not in. <laughs> He's gonna cut up, send some dead fish and some funny jokes and like a tampon or whatever. He's so fucking nasty. 
Joaquin's prep for this was all right. First, you got to go to Jared Leto's prank school, and Jared Leto like came and kidnapped him in the middle of the night and took him to prank school. It was nice. It was nice. It was honestly they have a great campus. Um, The cafeteria (laughs) is lovely, and uh, they have teachers with real world experience. So I love that. Yeah, and you know tuition reasonable. I don't know how I'm supposed to find Joker scary if I have seen Joaquin Phoenix get pooped on in a, in a different movie. <laughs> That's a good point. That's pretty funny, actually. Am I the, just... Now am I the Joker? <laughs> you just become the Joker. You'll get your turn. You got away. Everybody gets... You were on TV for six episodes, so like you'll get your turn. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, let me... I'm checking the list here. Ooh. Your turn is not until 2433. All right. Uh, Better eat my vitamins. Uh, This is an advice show We help people And we're gonna start doing that right now I work in a bookstore And my coworker is I should warn you guys Just as an alert Because we do like to be honest About this stuff I am standing For this episode And that's not a challenge It's not a threat You couldn't pay me to stand again Yeah I'm letting you know I got the standing power In case I feel like really If I'm coming on too strong Or too funny Please let me know I work in a bookstore And my coworker is by far The nicest person Alive See, I normally would have just taken that a little more low-key, yeah. but since I'm standing, I'm like, bada-bing. <laughs> Whenever he is particularly happy or having a good day, he buys some of the 80-cent caramels we sell at the front desk and distributes them to his friends and coworkers. I received many of these caramels from him, and while this would not normally be a problem, the caramels themselves are terrible. But I can't think of a way to turn him down without coming off as an asshole. He often waits excitedly for me to take a bite, and I'm left making excuses, squirreling these not sweets away until I can throw them out in secret. Brothers, how do I tell my coworker I don't want his caramels without making things awkward? And that's for make it stop in Milwaukee. Uh, my advice, get Invisaligns, like I have, oh, yeah. and just completely do away with any spontaneous treat whatsoever. That's so but, fucking good, Travis. Here, that take is this a really caramel. good answer. I can't. And I'd have to go through a whole process and take out my plastic teeth in front of all of these human beings. And then we'd have to clean up all those vomits everywhere. <laughs> and guess what? You don't even have to have Invisalign. They'll walk up and say, I have this caramels. And I'll say, I have Invisalign. And they'll say, I'm yes. looking at your mouth right now and I don't see them. And you're like, then they're working. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> they're discreet. <laughs> As somebody who just... um went on a beach vacation with Travis, this line is bullshit. He will leave his plastic teeth no, literally everywhere. I he has will. no hesitation. I'm a monster, um, but I'm saying maybe you are not a monster, and you. they would say like, yes, that is what a conscientious person would say. Um, I Just side note, 80 cents for caramel? <sighs> Back in my day, a penny. Penny for those things, I'm just saying. A penny for caramels? Yeah. Well, when Travis worked at the Penny Sweets factory. Yes. Right. And I stole a lot of them. That's probably what raised yeah. the price. Uh, yeah. Caramel's the worst candy, and I think we're all on the same page about that. No way. Are you kidding me? Hard caramels oh, are you really soft think caramels are the worst? Well, the ones that really make you work for it. Like, I'm not going to work for what is essentially, like, bad, bad chocolate. Like, I'm not going to chew it up and get my fillings all fucked up and, you know... Destroy the. I'm on my juice. I don't know if you know this. I'm on my adult teeth. I don't have any. I don't have any more ones coming after these. You've lost your milk. You lost your milk teeth. I've lost my man's teeth. (laughs) Yeah. I. I think. Well, okay. The worst candy is black licorice. Wrong. Bored with that. 
Incorrect. No, you're wrong. I love and black then, licorice. The second worst candy is the black and orange uh, tasteless lumps that you get at Halloween no, for mean yes. people. That's Those are very bad. Those are my top two worst candies. Okay. For sure. Well, what do you well, what do you say? Oh, here comes nice coworker. Oh, nice coworkers walking up. Oh, look at that. He's got a handful of them 80 cent car he spent forty dollars on eighty cent caramels so he could pass them out to the employees, his friends. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, here you go, Justin. An eighty cent caramel for you, my friend, because I'm having a great day. Mm. I would like to watch you enjoy it. Okay. The problem Take a bite, Justin. Justin, bite the sweet. Bite the chewy sweet. I will bite the sweet. I enjoy the caramel. I enjoy it. You're not going to. You're not going to trip me up on this. I'm loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. What I'm suggesting is, a lot of the time with this show, people come to us after it's too late. Because if you've taken the caramel once, Mm. then you're right. Because the next time. The second time you say, I don't like the caramel, please he don't get it near me. You've already taken one. And that and every time you've done that, you've made this weirder and weirder and weirder. If you had just said the first time, I don't like it, the caramel. Yeah. You keep mm. it. I can't fix this for you, folks. You gotta you gotta just tell people when you don't like it, the caramel. Uh, I'm still waiting for you to bite the caramel like yeah, bite that. You, yes, bite I, that I, I, that I bite the caramel out of Travis's hand and lick his palm like a fucking horse. How was it? Chewy and real. Travis, do me do mine. Okay. Do me. Al Griffin, I brought you this nice caramel. Please. Oh eat it. fuck yeah, these are my fake Oh shit, I dropped it down that storm drain that I'm standing on top oh, of. Oh, here's another one. Oh, thank you. Ah, oh, real bubber fingers over here. I dropped it well, right down the Well, That's a dollar sixty drain. so far. Uh here's Pennywise is like, one. hell yes, keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's all They're chewy delicious. down here. <laughs> you could buy all of them before you know the building opens or whatever and dump them all down the storm drain. <laughs> no, like no matter what, these things are going in the fucking storm drain. But then Pennywise starts using those to lure kids into the drain, and that's on you. It's, it's yep. 2019. He will get no kids. <laughs> it's caramels. <laughs> kids, kids are, are kid, kids are now woke as hell, and they hate caramel as they should. They're not going to get. They only tricked. like Japanese weird flavored Kit Kats. Yes, that's it. That's what's hot right now. Can I do a Yahoo? Uh, no, only caramels. Call me when you got some matcha-flavored Kit Kats. Yes. How about a Yahoo? Yes. This is what I'm sending like, by uh, Graham Robach. Thanks, Graham. It's Yahoo Answers user Jim who asks, Can you dry a hat in an oven? Hmm. Hmm. The obvious answer is no. But is there another answer? Can we turn that into more of a yes shape? Hmm. I think if you crank the oven and leave it open, ooh, it would probably be okay. I think if you crank the oven up high, it can't catch fire. Okay, wait. Let me back up. Okay. We have a lot of fun here, <laughs> and I know we have a disclaimer <laughs> that our friend Bob Ball did, and we've had that for ten years. Don't do this thing. Yeah. Don't don't put your hat in the oven. But if you did. I think it'd be fine if you left it open. I don't see how bad things could get if the oven was open. Okay. Right? Um, yeah. No, I mean, it would still probably be pretty bad. Could you make your house hot if you left the oven? Okay, this is nothing. We can't even begin to I've had to, to heat this. my house with an oven before. Yes, okay, that will it's work. it's doable. Cool, cool, cool. Can you just set the oven to like... Light. A hundred degrees. Oh, let's set see. it to half. 
Okay. Oh, here we go. Hey, plastic melts at 212 degrees. Oh, so you're, okay. say you're oven at 200. You are golden. Well, That's assuming you're wearing wait. a fucking like baseball helmet. Is that Celsius or Fahrenheit, Travis? That's Fahrenheit. 212 degrees Fahrenheit. According That's the boiling temperature of water, too. Isn't that weird? Why would that be? Maybe because there's water in plastic? Is Maybe? there? Oh, man, that's we're so, so smart. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that's when fucking atoms just give up because they're, they're lazy pieces of shit. Yeah. What about an easy bake oven? That would be... Shove your hat in there. So funny because it's really small. You're never going to get... A, they have become so safe. My daughter has one. They've become so safe at this point that you need like a special tool to slide the thing into the thing and they don't open anymore. You slide them into a tray and then use another special tool to get them out the other end. There is no way you're getting a hat in there. Hmm. Guaranteed. I think I could get a hat in there. Travis, you're not going to get a hat in there. I Ju could get a hat Juice, in there. let him fucking try, okay? Let me put a hat in your daughter's easy bake oven, please. Can you okay. bring it onto her? Around the holidays, come on down. You can put a hat in there. Oh, yeah. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this into the next hot viral video. Travis putting his money yes. where his mouth is. Now I've got it. And it's gonna be hard because it's not like 1997 anymore, but you need that Ron Popeil dehydrator shit. You got a wet hat, gotta dry that hat. Hmm, dehydrator? That seems like the perfect way to dry a hat. Shit. Cause you're gonna get the hydrate out of it. This is a fun little setup we're doing where you look at every appliance in your house and then uh -huh. you, you move their functions one appliance to the left. <laughs> <laughs> so like a toaster, but to make soup. <laughs> a toaster to make soup, we're gonna need to put some sort of toaster-proof bag in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we're gonna take the waffles, we're gonna put those in the hair dryer. And baby, I mm -hmm. hope you got some time on your hands. Treat your hair, <laughs> a waffle iron, hello, hello, are you listening? Yes. Waffle iron, hello, me fly for the waffle iron? Are you kidding me? The VCR. Yeah. Okay, now what for the VCR, Griffin? This one's gonna be tough. This the Betamax yeah. player. This one's gonna be tough. A big magnet? Big magnet. Mm. To suck all the movie out A of friend it. who's already seen the movie. Yeah. That's my favorite appliance. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend Jeff. I couldn't live without him. He tells me how all the movies end. You can dry a hat in an oven. You can dry a hat in an oven. You can wash a hat in a dishwasher. You can dry a hat in an oven. You shouldn't. You sh can. You shouldn't. You, you could do a lot you of You must. Things. <laughs> you shall. You, you can't. You did. I'm saying you can't. Is it up to me? If it's up to me, you can't. No, you have to pan fry it. Now let's let's hedge our bets here. Let's hedge our bets here. Can you put a little bit of garlic powder and oregano on the hat before it goes in the oven? Best case scenario, you get your dry hat. Worst mm -hmm. case scenario is still a delicious hat. <laughs> A delicious, you could put some Cajun seasoning, a nice blackened hat, and it's like, well, that was my favorite hat. It was my lucky hat that my grandpa gave me the day of the big fire, which is ironic, but um, I guess now the flavor is out of this world. <laughs> Not in the oh. first block? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my. 
Munch Squad is a podcast within a podcast celebrating the latest and greatest in um, quick service dining. Uh, today, we are going to uh, take a little bit of a pivot. Uh, Heinz ketchup is technically uh, kind of a fast food staple, but this is not a specific fast food item. We've talked about a different per- for a few different permutations of sauces before because we know that the Heinz company, I like it to get nasty. <laughs> so, you remember purple um, ketchup? Who, oh, who, yeah. what, who gave them the fucking rights? We're going to get a little bit wilder than that today. <laughs> This was sent to me by Catherine Bonham. Very good. Thank you, Catherine. And here's the headline, folks. Ed Sheeran's Heinz tattoo <laughs> is now a limited edition ketchup bottle. Again, Wait. again, again. I'll take you one more trip, but it's going to be another nickel. Ed Sheeran's Heinz tattoo is now a limited edition ketchup bottle. Can I squeeze Ed Sheeran's arm and get ketchup yep. out of it? Because <laughs> that's what that sentence means. Sheeran. If you break this sentence down, literally, what it is saying is that Mr. Sheeran got onto Game of Thrones and then made his tattoo have the ability to distribute ketchup (laughs) to the people. That is, of course, not what is happening here. Uh, What is happening here is a limited edition bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Boys, I'm going to send you a, a quick picture. Anybody who... Would like to, can uh, find this for themselves. I'm sure it won't, would not be a challenge. Hold on one moment. It will be challenging. Challenging spiritually for you, but not a challenge literally. Here comes the picture of, and 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 what will be kind of nice is it's just going to look exactly like you expect it to. It's going to be 100% what you are envisioning when I say a, a ketchup bottle milked from the <laughs> tattoo of Ed Sheeran. Um, what you've got huh. is a bottle oh my God. of that has Ed Sheeran's skin sort of tattoo. <laughs> kind of skin. It looks, it looks like, like his skin. Kind of his skin. It looks like what now, you expect oh. when you see like the Necronomicon and it's bound in human flesh. It's just this kind of that. his, just kind of his, his arm sleeve tattoo with definitely like pale skin underneath it. This is this is the wildest shit. Yes, Griffin. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. It is the wildest <laughs> shit, and and they didn't make a lot of these, so I I don't. Well, he only has like so much of, flesh. Yeah, he only has. I should mention. <laughs> I should mention also that this this comes in a box that looks like an amplifier. And um, it has a little pick in there. I'm sure Mr. Sheeran approves of. It's a great pick. Uh, but this is Ed Sheeran X Heinz Tomato Ketchup Tattoo Edition. That's l- what we're calling this one is Ed Sheeran X Heinz Tomato Ketchup Tattoo Edition. Ed Sheeran's a huge fan of Heinz ketchup. There's 150 bottles of this across the world uh, signed by Ed, and they are already uh, being lapped up. You went in a drawing with a charity donation. Uh, 
uh, and um, you could win them and then I guess sell them on eBay. I've seen reports that they've gone as high as eighteen hundred uh, bucks. Dollars? It's also worth eighteen hundred dollars for this special. That ketchup. better be some damn good tasting ketchup. Um, it's called Edchip. So- they 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 call it Edchip. Fuck man, this is dark. <laughs> it's pretty dark. This is always an extremely dark segment, but um, it, he got this tattoo in 2012 to commemorate a tour, and his and it commemorated the tour and his love of ketchup. And now, Heinz is working with with Ed Sheeran. They made a, bo- they made a, a bottle out of it. <laughs> they made a bottle, made a bottle out, of out of his tattoo of. That, it's it's just, the most recursive thing yeah. I've ever heard of. He got a tattoo of the label of the Heinz ketchup bottle, and Heinz said, ah, oh, yes. cool, we're going to make a label out of your tattoo of the label of the Heinz ketchup bottle, and then we're going to put what looks like skin wrapped around a bottle full of what could be blood. So this is the blood of your skin bottle, and we're selling it, and we're selling it. I want to send you guys one more picture, and you can also find this picture at home if you want to play along. We don't use a lot of visual aids on this show, but this is such a challenging story. Um, there's a picture of, of Ed <laughs> Ed holding up his ketchup oh bottle, God. and clearly it's been photoshopped into his hands because no one knew what the bottle oh was going to look God. like, right? 100%. <laughs> and and I, want to, I want you to know something, listener. If you don't want to see this picture, and I don't blame you, it's, it's fucking... <laughs> it's ghoulish. Gothic. It is... It's <laughs> Ed Sheeran's eyes as he's holding this <laughs> bottle of the ketchup based on his skin are the blackest things I've ever seen. It's haunting. Cold black eyes like a doll's eyes. Terrifying. <laughs> empty. Bottomless. Pit. Soulless. Really this is a man who has clearly seen the end of the tunnels. <laughs> like... <laughs> And in the end, we are all just ketchup bottles. What's great great is that you can zoom in all the way on his face, and it crops the the ketchup bottle out of it, but you can still see the top of his hand, so you can play a game where you imagine what he's holding that's making him have that face. And for me, in my mindscape, it's his own tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) It's 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 an urn containing the ashes of a beloved pet. You... Ed, this is the worst thing I've seen about Ed Sheeran in my entire life. And I heard him sing a duet with Alexa this week. Ed, do you need my help, Ed? Are you okay? I will come for you. Are you doing all right, Ed? You've gone too deep, Ed. Ed. I know this fame thing was really fun in the beginning. You started and you're like, oh, man, this is great. Everybody wants to give me money for my music. How bad could this be? And now your skin is wrapped around like a tomato bottle, tomato bottle, ketchup bottle, and you, you probably feel bad. You know, at this point, you probably feel like a mockery of yourself. I can get you out of it. I can make you disappear, Ed. Give me a call. I'll get you out of this, Ed. I owe you for that thing in Boca. I'll get you out of this. So what's wild is that Ed Sheeran is not someone whose star is falling. Ed Sheeran is at the height of his powers. Yes. This means that when Ed Sheeran was Eddie Sheeran, sitting on his grandfather's lap around the piano, his grandfather said, you know, Ed, if you keep playing this way, you'll get to be a big star. And Eddie said, yeah, Grandpa. And his grandpa said, what will you do with that incredible power and fortune? And Eddie said, put my fucking skin on a ketchup <laughs> bottle. Make me a bottle. <laughs> and then, his, and then his grandfather had a heart attack sitting right there. But you know what? I do respect it. That is an inc- incredible abuse of your power 
mm-hmm. and I do respect. <laughs> I do respect it. Yes. Now, if someone asked me right now, would you guys do a my brother, my brother, and me theme catch a bottle? The answer would be fuck yes. Like fuck yes, we would. Yes. Obviously. Well, this is yes. let's let's divide and conquer here. If you had to have your flesh on the bottle of a product, which uh-huh. product would you choose to have your flesh on? Hmm. Probably skin lotion. Oh, that's no, good. No, is it a sauce? Is that what we have I mean, to it could be whatever, man. Whatever's a container. I think it has to be a sauce. I'm going to narrow it to a oh, sauce. Okay. Your question's too broad. Well, if you think it about it, sauce. lotion is like human sauce. Yeah. No. It's like okay. a human marinade. That's nothing, but I'll allow it because I'm not that interested to hear what else you have. Griffin, sauce. I'm going to say, uh, no, come back to me. Cholula, chili, lime. Um, can I go again? Yeah, you can have one more chance, but don't say Cholula chili garlic. Damn it. I'm taking the entire Cholula hot sauce line. I'm going to take some malt vinegar. I like to put that shit on my fish and chips. Gov. (laughs) (laughs) You continental bastard. Griffin, sauce me, baby. I'm going to say an old bottle of Marmite. That you don't want to eat, like you. Nobody wants. To, even if you like Marmite, this bottle's so old, you're not gonna go near it. And then that way, you don't have to interact with my flesh bottle. <laughs> I don't want that for you. Did you guys know that the fact that this exists and I can't buy it is the worst crime <laughs> on earth? Did you know that? I suspect it as true. much. Yeah. All right, if I'm ever going to afford a bottle of this stuff, then we've got we to gotta head on over to the money zone. We have to head to several money zones if you're going to buy one of these in the, <laughs> the black market. Fair, yeah. Casper is the bad one that has a spooky name for Halloween, but don't be afraid. Lay on down. It's comfortable. What's that? A skeleton? Just kidding. <gasps> hey, everybody. This is Griffin McRoy from My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and I'm here to talk to you about Casper, the mattress one. They have new hybrid mattresses that combine the pressure relief of their award-winning foam with durable yet gentle springs. Uh, Here's these, the problem. Their, their foam did win an Oscar. It has nothing to do with sleep quality. I, yes. I just want to get that out to say that clear. And the durable yet gentle springs won a Latin Grammy. <laughs> this new innovation offers the best of both worlds, luxurious comfort and resilient support. The hybrid collection offers elevated lift support. That's in quotes, and I don't know why. Increased airflow for cooling, durability for all body types, and enhanced edge support. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Uh, and that, that that's a fun play on words because it's a mattress. It is a mattress. Oh, I get it. So yeah. the reason mm-hmm. the reason lift is in quotes Griffin is because one in every thousand uh, will make you float above the bed, like in Ghostbusters. But they can't say that because they don't want to disappoint the other nine hundred ninety nine people. Yeah, so what happens? They just call it lift action, right? But like, that's what happens. That's what the increased airflow is. It's so there's sometimes there's turbines. So air. Yeah. Yes. So get one hundred dollars towards select mattresses by visiting Casper.com/slash/brother and using brother at checkout. That's Casper.com/slash/brother and use my brother at checkout. Use bro- using brother at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. You can also use it if you need me to help you. Do you need a reference just, for your Casper purchase? Because I know you you're good me, for it. I, 
I yeah, I, I can help you check out. Now listen, you bought yourself a new mattress. Nice. What are you gonna do? Sleep on that mattress with nothing on it? No, don't be absurd. You're going to get some bowl and branch sheets because everything Bowl and Branch makes is designed with your comfort in mind. And I'm pointing directly at you, They're thinking about your body and how best to make you comfortable. They use 100% pure organic cotton, their signature soft sheets, uh, to cozy throws, to plush towels. Oh, I love their towels. Their towels are amazing and uh, like a good bath towel size. They're you really know? nice. I use another towel for my butt. I've talked about this before. I don't want to use my I don't want to use my nice bowl and branch towel for my butt. I'll use the snickle for its towel for that one. <laughs> <laughs> the bowl and branch products have thousands of five star reviews. People are at the heart of everything bowl and branch does, from the farmers who grow their organic cotton to cotton. the people who sleep on their sheets at night. Cotton. They have a no risk thirty day trial, and free shipping in the U.S. Return them if you don't love them. I'm thinking about it now. For 30 of the 100-night risk-free sleep on a trial of Casser, you could also do a 30-day free trial of Bull & Branch and have 30 days where you know that this is just free days. These are 30 super cool days that you can enjoy without worrying about it. To get started right now, our listeners get $50 off your first set of sheets at bullandbranch.com with the promo code MYBROTHER, all one word. Go to bullandbranch.com today for $50 off your first set of sheets. That B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code MYBROTHER, all one word, bullandbranch.com. Promo code MYBROTHER. I've been Googling for like three minutes now trying to find the cotton vape boy vine. <laughs> and there's no set of search terminology I can input into this, this cotton piece. Boy. Of, cotton boy is nothing. Cotton vine brings up the plant. I think it's lost to time. Are we the only one? No, we can't be the only ones who remember it, right? We may be the only ones who ever, it, it may just be us who saw it in our joint mind. God, I miss Vine. Boy, I miss Vine. If you're looking for a new comedy podcast, why not try the Beef and Dairy Network? It won Best Comedy at the British Podcast Awards in 2017 and 2018. Also, I'm... There were no horses in this country until the, the mid to late 60s. Specialist bovine arse vet. Both of his eyes are squid's eyes. Yogurt buffet. She was married to a bacon farmer who saved her life. Farm-raised snow leopard. <laughs> Download it today. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast from MaximumFun.org. Also, maybe start at episode one or, weirdly, episode 36, which for some reason requires no knowledge of the rest of the show. Uh, here is another question from our dear listeners. I'm a wildlife technician with a pest control company. Customers hire me to remove wildlife from their property. I don't believe that possums are a pest species, so I've been keeping the ones I catch and releasing them in the woods behind my house. I've been doing this for so long that there's a noticeable increase of possums in my neighborhood. Mm. There are so many that my neighbors have recently called my company to hire someone to come remove them. Ah. It is now my job to remove all the possums that I've been bringing home for several years. What the bad hunter do- has become the hunter. <laughs> what can I do with all these possums? That's from Possum Protector. I gotta say, I really struggle with uh, with really science-heavy ones like this one. Mm, like yes. this question, yes, and I think we're all out of our league vis a vis animal biology, uh, possum anatomy. Why don't I call up a uh, dear friend and creator of XKCD, Randall Monroe, on the horn, and we'll yeah. see if okay. Yeah. 
He did, boop, he did boop, give boop. us his business Travis, card that said, in case was, of possum. Go I was ahead. trying to type. Okay, sorry. That's Griffin's Scott keyboard. Oh, hey, Griffin. Oh, hey, Randall. Hold on. I'm going to patch you in. Uh, you're on. You're on with all of us now, Randall. Uh, thanks for joining us for this. Uh, this this query. Oh no! Thanks for having me, Randall. We got possums again. Yeah, we got the possum problem. We've talked to you about several times. We always come to you with possum issues. No, I'm I'm happy to help. Uh, what I don't understand it does it doesn't sound like there's a big problem here. Randall, why don't you think this is a problem? Because it seems very serious to me. Someone who hates possums. Well, so it seems like this person has a company to remove possums from mm-hmm. areas, and they've and they've moved possums to a neighborhood, and now the people in that neighborhood want them to want to pay them to remove the possums, so they can just do this again, move the possums to it a new neighborhood. Sounds like embezzling. Uh, yeah. I mean, not to, not yeah. like a one to one kind of thing, <laughs> but definitely some of it. There's some sort of embezzling going on here. And let me first say, listen. Both because it needs said and because I don't want to get the tweets. Yes, possums are great. They help with pest control. They look a little freaky, but all in all, they're pretty chill. And they're not there. Listen, there's way worse out there. Don't get me started about armadillos. Am I right? Travis, list off all the animals you hate and think should be gone from the earth. Randall, what's worse, rodents or spiders? Uh, I don't know. I think... If you're walking down a hallway at a very poorly kept factory and you turn to the, your left and you see <laughs> one, well, okay, one very big spider uh-huh. and so, like a rat-sized spider, because I don't want size to figure into it. So you're a rat-sized spider. And a spider-sized and, rat. And, <laughs> and a Just a little rat. guy. Oh, now I like him. Which way are you running? Are you running towards the rat or towards the spider? Oh, the rats can bite through things. Mm, true. They've got those giant teeth. I don't know. You know, I think, I feel like my my one thing is I, I worry about rabies. So, I, mm. But I can't remember off the top of my head if rats in the wild ever carry rabies. So I think I would stand there trying to Google on my phone, do rats carry rabies? <laughs> and I'd still be doing that when they both bite me from either side. I don't have great service in here. Everybody's give me a minute. Hang on, I just got to hold up my phone into the air to try to get a better signal and Google. This is great. So your left leg gets bitten, bitten, bitten by the big spider. Your right Right. leg gets bitten, bitten, bitten by the big rat. You have time before you inevitably die, like your heart explodes 11 (laughs) seconds later. Make sure you yell as loud as you can, like, the rat one hurts more. Yes. Oh, yeah, like that guy... Like that guy who got stung by all the different insects and made a scale for how bad it was. Yeah, right. yeah, the, right. His, I, important data to contribute. You, you, as like you, there was possum. You went and caught the possum, and you're like, "Come back to my house." And then you drove the, the possum to your house, and you're like, "Here, you can hang out here." And then you come back later, and you're like, "Hey, get back in the box. I was wrong." Yeah, you can't what, stay here. I, am I not a I, good roommate, Doug? Huh? I'm. I paid my half of the rent. <laughs> no, those are just like pine cones and like dead bugs. Yeah, it's not good. It's not mining. I feel like I was trying to think how many possums are in this. Uh, in this, there are in this scenario, and whether or not he, you know, the the question asker could just set up a like an area for the possums and be like, well, I guess I run a possum sanctuary now, where mm. it's like cordoned off from the neighbors to to um, save them from poachers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> who want making all want their, their possum skin hats? Yeah, they want their they want their precious tusks. I think 
that what this question illustrates for me. Uh, and I'd love to get Randall's thoughts on it as a as a uh, a web comic author and regular real author of all of, of a different of real books who I'm assuming is very busy. There are people who have enough free time to really impact and interact with the outside world in a way that is kind of bewildering to me. Do you know how many possums I would have to see confronting me in my day to day life before I'd be like, I've got to do something about this. <laughs> I, if I see eight possums outside and be like, oh, fuck, damn, okay, well, I'll stay in here, fine. It's so wild to me that people would notice a statistical uptick in possums and be like, I gotta address this problem. Really? Do you? Yeah, well, it, I think that in an area, like, if uh, a smallish neighborhood can probably support uh, I, I found a thing saying that the you usually get like five or ten possums at most per square kilometer. So like a, a medium neighborhood could, is probably not going to have more than five or ten possums. So if this person has released like two hundred <laughs> possums, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, not even not even to mention, like, Randall, you would have a better idea of this with, with your science knowledge. The disruption to this, you know, fragile biome that mm-hmm. is in this neighborhood. Like, it's not just that there's 200 possums. Like, now it's, I mean, I don't know, less, what do possums eat? Snakes? Apparently everything. They're um, not mongooses. No, they kind of are. Possums are, are immune to most snake venom. What? Nice. Fuck yeah. So cool. Yeah, so they'll they'll eat plants, garbage, meat. I I was checking the the to see how much because they don't eat as much as uh, mammals, and so. Uh, but it looks like the the uh, an adult like the possums they have here in America will eat about a like half a Snickers bar worth of calories a day. That's so <laughs> what a fun metric! <laughs> how many Pringles worth? <laughs> Uh, you what, Randall? You what you have suggested with your back of the napkin math here vis-a-vis uh, 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 possum population density is that maybe when you go to take one of the possums, the other possums will be like, "Fucking thank you! There are <laughs> Snickers for me. There's so many of us here. You've put so many of us here. Fucking take Reggie. He sucks. Goodbye." <laughs> Oh yeah, we need to turn this into a survivor esque like poll the possums. You you're right. clearly friends with them. Which possum should I get rid of? And they're like, you know, Stink Eye Joe. Stink Eye Joe is bad news. We don't like him. Uh, he brings down property values. We're gonna get him out of here. He never mows the lawn. Yeah, apparently they have trouble walking too far because um, <laughs> they run out of energy. I mean, they need to eat more Snickers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, so they'll need a Snicker they'll need like a Snickers every I think it's like kilometer and a half or mm-hmm. they just Okay. Or or also just not themselves. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. We got it. We got it. Fun-sized Snickers and you're going to lay them out in a radial fan-like pattern away from the core cluster of 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 this uh this new biome that you've created. And each one each possum's going to follow each beam, if you will, each Snicker beam and you're set, and then it's then it's God's problem. And why is there this weird migration, almost they're gonna explosion have to, of? They're gonna possums. have to call us a, a Snicker bar removal technician yeah. to come and take. I the think Snickers that is just away. a possum. Um, Randall, now that we've solved this problem, uh, tell us about your new book. Oh, uh, my new book is a guide to. Uh, it's called How to Absurd Scientific Advice for Common Real World Problems. 
And it's a guide to really bad but scientifically interesting ways to solve normal household problems. Like if you're, uh, if you're moving, uh, packing is a lot of hard work, so I work through the calculations on how to attach jet engines to the side of your house, lift it up into the air, and fly it to its destination. What was the verdict on that? You uh, probably can't make it for more than uh, about 100 miles before you're going to run out of fuel. Okay. I mean, I'm just moving across town. Yeah, yeah, then, then sure, go, go wild. Uh, uh, you don't need the wide load permits either, so that's one of the advantages. Well, I do for, I, I do for planes. Yeah, well, but you've just got to deal with the FAA instead of, like, every, you know, place that has a bridge. Yeah. True. Now, did you include in there a script of how to call the FAA? Because <laughs> I'd probably need to deal with that. Like, hey, look, I'm, look, I'm looking to move my house. Okay, we're not you the right people to call. I mean, maybe it's one of those situations where you're better off asking for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> right. <laughs> you seen Up? Because I'm kind of doing a more badass version of that. <laughs> uh, that book will be out September 3rd in fine bookstores everywhere. People can pre-order it. And from... nasty and the nasty bookstores. <laughs> and all the gross. Yeah, the scummy the scummy bookstores. Like B. Dalton. <laughs> they don't, they're not excellent. Uh Randall Monroe, thank you so much for um uh coming onto our podcast. And I think everybody should buy your book. Oh thank you so much. And thanks for having me. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Well, you should have opened with that. It would have changed the tenor. Should we try it again? Because we've it been there, been there's so been hostile. a little hostility, yeah. Sorry? Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everybody ended their guest segment with sorry, thanks. <laughs> uh, I have a Yahoo here I would love to do. This then one. Do it. Okay, this one was uh, sent in Come by. On, do it, coward. I'm trying my best. This one was sent in by uh, Michelle Smith. Thanks, Michelle. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call um, Jar. Okay. Wow. That was a struggle, huh? Jarblagansendi asks, is there an appropriate time when you should carry a briefcase? I'll make this straightforward. I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> Almost always is my is the my favorite is the intro to a question where it's like, yeah. I'll be honest with you, or let's get to it. Uh, also, they are not straightforward fucking at all. I'm 22, a college senior at a big university. Anyhow, I'm currently doing part-time because I'm working full-time to pay my bills and stuff. I recently got into YouTube, and apparently my channel is, quote, blowing up. Anyway, I managed to buy some hardware and finance some other stuff for my video editing. I bought an aluminum briefcase, which I thought was pretty cool, and I placed everything in there. I play gaming competitively with whatever time I have free for actual money, so I carry my controllers in there. Anyhow, this lady in my classroom asked me why I carry a briefcase. Am I business? person? I told her, nah, I'm just carrying my notes slash laptop in there. I'm not a big YouTuber yet, so I don't want to sound like I'm showing off, which I wouldn't anyway. Anyhow, she said it was kind of weird. I don't really care because I like it. It fits all my needs, but at the same time, makes me question, is there a rule for carry a briefcase? Is it only for, quote, business people? Thanks. I feel like if you're not business people and you carry a briefcase, people are going to assume nefarious intent. Indeed. Perhaps there's money in there, maybe documents. Could be money, could be documents, could be drugs. Could be, this is a less nefarious thing, but it could be an affectation yes. that you're doing to get attention. That, which that, is, that is where my about. mind went immediately, is that if you are not a business person and you're carrying a briefcase around, you probably look like fucking Jason Schwartzman and Rushmore. Like, guaranteed, you look like a, some sort of boy uh, boy prince or something. It's just not, it's no good. Here's the thing. Here's your, may I say, question asker. 
your mistake here was when they asked, are you a business person? You should have simply said, yes. What is business? Because that's what I'm saying. That could have been anything, right? Maybe your business is playing video games and business is good or whatever. You know, when, when someone says, are you a business person? And you say, yes. You then do not have to answer any follow-up questions. I mean, though, here's the problem, Travis. The way I play video games, Smash Smash Bandicoot, and uh-huh. Big Big Gunfight, and Magic Wizards Quest. Uh-huh. Yes. That's art. It's not business, is it? Ooh, the things I the art, things I art a business. The things I do Ugh. the things I do with Master Chief and all of his cool space guns, that's uh that's an art, I'm afraid. Oh mm. you're right, Griffin. I'm sorry. Are you a business person? No, I'm an artist. And then you pull out your controllers and just start waving it around in the air. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, what are you doing? It's like, well, I don't have my stuff hooked up. So, like, I can't play a video game in front of you right now. But this is like a rough sort of simulation of like you get it. You get it, though, right? Like, you get it. Would it would be kind of like, watch how I hit this button. Boom, right? And that's, I just score. I just beat the bad guys. Really I, yeah, I'm going to hit this button and imagine that that tree, like, jumps up in the air and explodes or something. Can you do that? Yeah. Close your eyes. I'm not even sure business people are using suitcases anymore. I think they're all using backpacks. We all agreed that backpacks go on your back, and they're pretty easy to carry around. So I feel like you're being uh, sort of willfully masochistic if you're carrying around a briefcase. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think the only reason to have a briefcase um, is for like for dramatic effect in a courtroom. That's it, right? <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yes, it's, right. That's- well, dramatic effect in a courtroom, or like some sort of okay. If you have a a briefcase, here's what I'm going to expect, Nate, demand from you during our our meeting. At some point. You are going to need to open it by flipping both of the metal clasps open yes. authoritatively at yes. the same time, flipping it up and pulling out documents that make me realize, no, I haven't been an adult this entire time. I've been fucking playing at it. And here's the real adult shit yes. that's in here. Here's the the real shit that, that the real adults have been fucking with. And their you, entire life. And lives. you have to say something like, I, I would like to submit before the court, or yeah, yeah, then yeah. how come this timeline proves something? <clears throat> even if I just said, like, I think I want to go to Chili's for lunch, and you say, then how come this timeline proves that you've never gone to Chili's for lunch? Right. Or you could do it in a business meeting, like some sort of like trying to hatch a big, big acquisitions deal. And you could use it then, but you have to not talk for a long time. Like, you have to let the mm. briefcase talk for you. So, like, you walk in and the door's like step 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 and the other people in the room who are now your fucking subordinates because of how cool you look are like oh hey it's good to see you and you don't say anything and you're just like click click you got papers (laughs) i'll just make this straightforward damn i got i got fucking energized even making pretend That's amazing. I just got psyched out of my fucking mind. I gotta get myself a briefcase. I always That's have good. too many hands free. It's especially good if you like if if you like answer a question in the class and the professor's like, uh, that's incorrect. And then you pull out some papers and like, mm, that's not what my documentation shows. Let me check my documentation, teach. <laughs> click click. <laughs> I'll be straightforward with you. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh then you get an A. Cool, cool, cool. Ha, 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 ha. I'm the teacher now. Look at me. 
I got, hold on, let me walk back up. I got to close the briefcase up because I have to do it again <laughs> up on the lectern. Hold on. Is there a good, another question? Yes, I have a quick one I'd love to touch on. Touch it. I am currently at a block party, and my neighbors are hosting, and there's a potluck table filled with snacks. There's a delicious hummus that I've been dipping carrot sticks in, and now I don't think I can leave without it. <laughs> However, the container has no label, so I have no idea where it came from. Okay, I think they, okay, wait, fin- Just fucking finish it. Is it okay to take the hummus with me? Would I be breaking some sort of block party taboo I don't know about? That's from Potential Pillager in Portland. So this oh person my God says in heaven. that they, you know, that you can't take the hummus. Like and I would, you, yes, I would argue that there's a block party taboo you do know about because you are writing us for permission to steal right. this hummus. It's not you know there's a taboo. It's not like when you're at a block party. It now it's the Hunger Games. Now it's the just hey everybody, thanks for coming to the block party. We're gonna have fireworks at six, and we're gonna have Jody's band get up here. They're gonna play some covers of your favorite Goo Goo Doll songs. Anyway, this is the purge. No rules, just right. <laughs> uh, all human decency and etiquette and laws are hereby suspended. So just have a ball. And there's some really fucking good hummus over there. A good way to figure out stuff like this is to extrapolate out. If the block party began and then you arrived with a shopping cart and just went from table to table chucking unopened items into it and said, oh, thank you. This will save me so much uh, work. I didn't want to go to the grocery store anyway and then went home. How do you think – do you think that the taboo would have been violated at that point? Do you think that that would be approved of? Okay, but here's the thing, you guys. No. This is really good hummus. Yeah. Yeah. What if it is life changing hummus? <laughs> this is, you've never, like, you thought you had lived before this moment, but then you had this hummus and you cannot be without it. <laughs> it has no label on it. You're going to pick this container of hummus up and you're just going to fucking walk away. And someone's going to stop you and be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? This is a block party. Human decency still applies. You're going to say, here's the thing. I'm in love with this hummus. I want to eat it every meal every day until I turn into just a big like pile of just hummus. I want a pretty high BHC. So what I'm doing, there's no label. So I can't go shopping and find it. I can't go shopping and buy it. Doesn't that make you, it makes me pretty sad. I got to get this back to the boys in the lab so that they can analyze it. <laughs> And then I will scoot on back down to here as soon as they get the the samples that they need. I love that. Um, the other thing, similar idea, you could just hold it above your head and say, for the love of God, who brought this? Who brought this delicious hummus? Wait till someone finds you and says, can I take this? Because it's just really good. And I do, Or tell me where you bought it, but can I take this? I just, I've been double dipping carrot sticks all day and everybody saw me and nobody wants this grubby hummus anymore. (laughs) Can I just have the hummus? Can I just have it? This will be better for everyone. Just like, just make a big deal out of your fingers going in the hummus when you dip the (laughs) carrot sticks. Ah, shit. Oh, no. Oh, what a mistake I've made. Oh, that's that's really want to get around it. If we want to get technical about it, if people put it out for a potluck, they expected you to put it into your mouth. What no one expected, though, was how much you could get into your mouth <laughs> at any one time. So I'm saying you're going to have to smuggle mm-hmm. a lot of hummus out in your cheeks. Just like Andy Dufresne. Just like Andy Dufresne. Why <laughs> sm- every smuggling time? Smuggling hummus out. <laughs> in what way did 
can't he degrade smug walnuts? No, it was he chipped away at the wall and then he put all the rocks and dust and stuff into his cheeks. <laughs> Going outside, boss. And then he got outside and spit the dust everywhere. I've seen the movie. Andy's no homo smuggler. I know that guy. Oh, we can trust him. Hey, we didn't have a mouthful of rocks. No. No. Andy would never do that. Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, we um, we love you. Oh, How's that? Okay. There, I said it. Wow. There, it's out there. And um, now we wait for I, them to uh, say it back. If you want to know more about us and the stuff that we do, Just the ask. best place to go is McElroy.family. You can find all of our programs there. Uh, I make one called The Empty Bowl that's a meditative podcast about cereal that if you need to relax a little bit, might be pretty fun. Oh, um, we have, uh, we're going to be doing some more dates. We've added some dates. And a city. And and a city, yes. So uh, we're going to be adding uh, a show to the Brooklyn, uh, the Brooklyn Stint. We're going to be doing another night in Brooklyn, October 19th. That's a Saturday. Um, and we are also doing another one. We've added a Milwaukee show um, on November 17th. That's a Sunday uh, and those tickets will be going on sale this weekend, this Friday, actually, uh, at 12 p.m. local time to the venue. Uh, so get those tickets. We'll tweet out links and everything so you won't miss it. So another Brooklyn show on the 19th, and uh, we're adding the Milwaukee show November 17th. Uh, those tickets go on sale Friday at noon p.m. local time. We'll tweet those tickets. Come hang out with us. Don't do it at noon a.m. That's called no. midnight, and that's noon's evil twin that lives on the <laughs> other correct. side of the clock. Uh, correct, a thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. Uh, it's a departure <laughs> off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, great song, great song. And I'm sorry I dropped the ball on the title. It won't happen again. Thanks to Maximum Fun also for having us on the network. Check out all the great shows there, uh, like uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself and... Uh, Mission to Zix and all the others at MaximumFun.org. And like Trav said, MacRoy.Family's got all our junk. Uh, you want the final? Oh, yeah. This is sent in by Ethan. Thanks, Ethan. It's Yahoo Answers user Peter, who asks, oh, I poured Gatorade into the bleach hole of a laundromat washing machine. What now? It was for a music video. <laughs> <laughs> When he was Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, may kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Well, Alexis, we got big news. Uh-oh. Season one, done. It's over. Season two, coming at you hot. Three years after. <laughs> three and a half. Season three one. Half. Technically right. almost four years. All right. And now, listen, here at Can I Pet Your Dog, the Smash yes. It podcast, our seasons run for three and a half years. <laughs> and then at season two, we come at you with new hot co-hosts named you. Hi, I'm Alexis. <laughs> uh, field trip. Dog tech. Yeah. Dog news. Dog news. Celebrity guests. Oh, big shots. Will not let them talk about their resume. Nope. Only yeah, the dogs. Only the dogs. I mean, if ever you were going to get into Can I Pet Your Dog, now's the time. Get in here every Tuesday at MaximumFun.org. <laughs>